Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Songs or Less. Everybody, get your big baggy jeans on. Get your oversized anime shirt. Uh, get your, your wallet chain. We're going back to 1997 to talk about Nate what? buying around the fur. Oh hell yeah! And <laughs> I, I titled my playlist. I titled my playlist around Nate's fur. Oh my gross. god, so gross! <laughs> yeah, I like that you mentioned oversized anime shirts as if that's what everybody was wearing. Yeah, I was going to ask, not just what I wore. <laughs> <laughs> Cody wore uh, an Akira shirt for this, and it's a cool Akira shirt. It's a nice, nice green. It is a cool bootleg Akira shirt. I'm relatively certain that I did not know what anime was until 10 years after Around the Fur came out. So, Oh, man. Wow. I don't think that I was seeing those shirts. Mm. I was just living that small town hick life, listening to some new metal. <laughs> Someone didn't shop at Miller's Outpost. Oh, <laughs> Did you guys have Miller's Outpost up there? I do not know what that is. I oh, just, my goodness gracious. It's like the now. store in the mall where you would get... It was like not actual skate clothes, but it was like of cheap rip-off version of skate clothes so mm-hmm. they're what they didn't sell like alien workshop gear but they sh- sold a lot of shirts with aliens on it and they didn't sell hookups but they would sell stuff with like anime stuff on it yeah what's it called yeah. again miller's sports sporting miller's Gears? miller's outpost why does it I sound think... like a general store like what it's a great name <laughs> i don't know it had a very western theme i remember the one uh no we meet that was miller's stockman what there's Miller's Outpost and Miller's Stockman. No, 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 no. Yeah. All right. Everyone In prepare for off. a Sacramento uh, uh, tangent. The one by Mervyn's, <laughs> the big one by Mervyn's on Florin Road was Miller's Outpost and it was Western themed. There was wood mm-hmm. and, uh, and a stuff. Big, and a big horse in the lobby. I don't remember a big horse. Or the they big sold, horse they the sold... What was it? Is it OB? Is that the the brand that they sold? Oh, OP? OP, that's what it is. Uh, Ocean Pacific. (laughs) All right, maybe we are thinking of a different place. But I mean, that's where, like, I bought my first Akira shirt in in the ninth grade there. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I bought a Dragon Ball shirt there also. (laughs) Okay, got it. But by then it was Anchor Blue. Miller's Stockman became or like split off and became Miller's outpost. I, I don't know what Miller's Stockman is. And there was one for a really long time. I remember going up to Tahoe in 2000 like mm-hmm. 7 or something and there was still a Miller's outpost. Would you say Miller's Stockman? Yeah. On Poshmark. Uh, Anchor Blue is the brand that they Sold, Anchor Blue came after Miller's Outpost. No, no, I know, but I'm just saying we were. You're like, what was the brand that they sold? And it was. Oh Anchor. no, because I just I just Wasn't remember it? seeing OP shirts there, like when oh, I was Anchor young, Blue and was I thought its they were own cool. Thing. All right, this is really thrilling for Nate. I, know. I love it. I'm actually looking at their um at their website. Miller's out. Miller's Outpost has a website. No, I mean the website with photos, like the the photo section of the Google search. It just oh, gives there's you a Anchor Pinterest. Blue. Whoa, look at that. Okay, yeah. So, man, we should stop recording so we can finish this. <laughs> no, this is but, amazing. Oh, they have a Wikipedia. Oh, there was the old logo. Oh, yeah, dude. I just saw the logo. 
It says that oh. it was originally an Ontario, California-based surplus shop selling military surplus and clothing. That sounds like the kind of place some alternative kid would go to looking for like an oversized work pant. Yeah. But they didn't sell like... Because I remember the cool stuff was like Stussy and Mossimo back mm-hmm. then. I did wear that. But they stuff, didn't sell they didn't sell those things. They sold Wussy and Fossimo. <laughs> yes, exactly. They sold Wussy gear. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's like, "Hey there, brothers! Uh, I got the uh, I got the Wussy." <laughs> oh, there's the Hi. one from Tahoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Oh, I wish Hello, you know teenagers. I I'm I apologize I'm wrong I'm conflating the two. That's okay. But I think That's... my mom used to buy Western wear there as well. Like oh. maybe they branched out or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but California was the northernmost outpost. The northernmost <laughs> outpost. Yeah. <laughs> Their it's logo like is Arizona. sick. It's really good. It's really good. I even like this old one where it's like. A normal font and then outpost is like outpost <laughs> and then they got the levi's logo next to it hey everybody listening to this podcast oh, uh man should i buy this hat you should buy that you hat, should buy that hat yeah. <laughs> comment oh it's 80 dollars or Jesus. something like that give me a call there's not a chat huh that i can uh, drop things in chat chat uh, me you could text us I mean, you can text like from your computer. The Miller's Outpost T-shirt to screen or share is a hundred and fifty dollars. Like if this stuff, like if you worked at Miller's Outpost, and obviously many people who listen to this podcast did, dig into your closet and find that shirt or that hat. This stuff's worth a ton. Yep. Yep. Look, look at how cool that hat is. Yeah, it's really cool. See anything? You I don't like see it still me. Still says Levi's. Or you don't see my shared. I don't see anything. I have a I haven't updated to the most recent OS because I don't have enough space oh. on my computer. Okay. All right. Uh, but I'm I believe shut you. this. Hopefully, I don't hang up on you guys. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Waiting. Where'd he go? Anyway, I was saying, everybody, if you remember Miller's Outpost, let me know. If you worked there, even better. I did hang up on you guys, didn't I? You did, yeah. Something happened, good. yeah. But as long as you but, got, you didn't stop your recording. Nope. And I didn't stop mine. Nope. It should be fine. Okay. We're good. Do you think the Deftones shopped at Miller's Outpost? That's a question. I mean, mm. I think that this. this I is think one they of... were too cool before Miller's Outpost like reached its pinnacle. Yeah. Probably they probably did. <clears throat> They probably did. Where else are you going to shop? I think they were from that area, that Florin area, right? Yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard rumors about things. Oh, that's what we're here to talk about. Okay. <laughs> uh, nothing we, nothing bad or anything like that. Shit. Um, are we going with this? <laughs> going I mean with, like are we are you cutting this out? <laughs> what? The we've been talking post? about mil- Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is baking it into the episode. All right. Uh, You want to hear my rumor that I heard? Yeah. I heard. I don't know. No, it has nothing to do with Miller's Outpost, but it does have to do with a billiard hall Mm -hmm. somewhat nearby. Mm -hmm. And I don't know which member, but I heard a rumor that a member of Deftones 
lost their virginity at that billiard hall in Florin. I feel like I remember you. I somehow remember that too, but I can only assume I heard that from you and not. um, I don't know if I've ever said that out loud before. But maybe. How do you know it though? Because I very, 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 very briefly was seeing a girl who liked the Deftones a lot. Uh, You may remember Kristen. Or not. Yes, I do remember. It was like a couple months. Um, She liked the Deftones a lot and she knew a lot of, like she would, her and her like friend would go like drive by Gino's house to see if he was outside. Wow. Yeah, they liked Deftones a lot. But anyway, she told me that. Cool. I also heard, Uh, (laughs) hold on, I've got more Deftones (laughs) trivia that nobody cares about. (laughs) Hey, hey, I also heard, and I don't think this is true anymore, but. Uh, I heard that White Pony was named after the restaurant Caballo Blanco. I heard that too, and I hope that it's true. Did you hear it from me? Because that's the one I won't shut up about. (laughs) Maybe. But I think that one was kind of well-known. Yeah. Do you know where Caballo Blanco is? It's kind of by your house, isn't it, Nate? I've never heard of this place, no. Don't you live on... It's on uh, Franklin and Freeport? Fruit Ridge. Fruit Ridge. Fruit Ridge, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm on Franklin and Broadway, basically, so the other end. Mm, okay. Okay. It's What's your exact spot? address? <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so that everyone knows, <laughs> it is one, two, three, fuck, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Franklin Boulevard. Um, I think um, it's, it's a restaurant. It is a restaurant. I, I've right. been there once. Have you ever been there, Cody? I think I've been there once. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the inspiration for the title White Pony. That's why you went. <laughs> no, I well, was a kid. What? Uh, around the Fur. What about that title? So that's what we're talking about today. Cody, why are you being on, on task? Come on. <laughs> well, no, no. But I we're talking about names and <clears throat> and like speculation. I saw a thing somewhat recently where Chino was kind of vaguely talking about how the the title was kind of a descriptor for their their music and it kind of oh god if if I I'm totally misquoting this it was kind of like almost like a beat around the bush kind of thing about how they're these kind of different different genres of like metal and a, you know, a tinge of hip hop influence and stuff like that. And it had something to do with, with that. I don't really know how that, that comes back to around the fur, but he said it it was not a sexual thing. Yeah. I mean, I remember people talking about it in high school being a sexual thing. What was, okay. I don't need to ask that. This, this needs to make, I get that it sounds a little dirty, but then when you really think about it, like, yeah. What would that mean? What? Once you're, never mind. <laughs> uh, For those of you watching on YouTube, Cody is blushing. I know, <laughs> big time. The t- the tattoo on his arm is blushing too. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? Good. Hey, how are you? I'm great. I'm having such a blast. Good. This feels special. It is. It's just a Friday, but it feels like a Saturday because I know I day off today. I did too. I had the so last two days off. You had two. Day, wait, why? 
I took the ninth off for Lassa's birthday. Okay. And then I took the tenth off because I don't want to work one day and then not work. Okay. And so we've just been hanging around the house. It's not like doing a five-day weekend. I have a five-day weekend. Yeah, today we saw Wakanda Forever and it was real good. I also saw we that saw today, that actually. Too. Huh? It's not yesterday. We can all talk about it. Oh, let's spoil it. Is that a thing? That's probably a thing. Yeah, you could spoil things, but we're not going um, to, folks. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to do that. I know. But it was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. They handled things correctly, I think. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like whenever it comes to like Marvel Universe or comic book hero movies, I am a straight-up poser who... Um, watches for the action and enjoys a movie. And yeah. I like the movie. I had questions no, a little I'm bit with, about like with you. Some of the comic lore is to me like you know, I, I am curious about the choice of, um, uh, what do you call a person who's an enemy? Like a, your antagonist, right? Like I, mm. I had some questions about that, but I guess it's based in comic lore that I don't know because I don't read those comics. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was yeah. interesting. It's true. It's not a spoiler. It's true to the comics. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Black Panther. Once we got out of like Spider Man, I didn't know the comics anymore. Like I never read Avengers really, or yeah, any of that stuff. I I don't know any of it aside from what I uh, get from the breakdown channels that I watch. On What's YouTube. a breakdown channel? Oh, where people <laughs> go into detail about what you're watching? Yeah, it's yeah. My yeah. new hardcore band. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Breakdown channel! Just breakdown. 2022! <laughs> 10 best breakdowns of 2022. <laughs> go ahead and switch it on over to the breakdown channel where it's all breakdowns all the time. <laughs> Traffic on the ones. <laughs> uh, we That's what we did after watching the movie. I went and uh, we had lunch and then I went and picked up the kids because they were hanging out with my parents and then I came home and then uh, I felt sick because we had Carl's Jr. for lunch so I laid down for a little while (laughs) and then then we watched a breakdown. We watched Screen Crush with Ryan Erie. I finally listened to the Carly Rae Jepsen episode where you ate Carl's Jr. as well. Hell yeah. I feel like you would have turned your nose up at eating so much Carl's Jr., like 10 years ago, Danny. Who, me? Weren't you, weren't no. you always an anti-Carler guy? No, I loved Carler. That was my, mm. my favorite place to go. Was I, was a big, Carl's... I, I was a big anti-McDonald's guy for a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, nobody calls Carl's Jr. the Carler except for me yeah. and some other people. Yeah, that's the, the Western Bacon Cheeseburger is the Carler. Is the Carler, yeah. The Carler. <laughs> um, I have not gone. Speaking back, of, I was if we, I would have thought of it, I would have made you guys go to Jim Boys tonight because I think Jim Boys <sighs> is the fast is Deftones is the Jim Boys of bands or sure, Jim yeah. Boys yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah. the Deftones to fast food. Yeah, I I agree. Have you had it's Jim from Boys Sacramento ish? What's that, Nate? Have you had Jim Boys? I don't think I have. I think there is a Jim Boys on the corner of. A Fruit Ridge in Franklin, is there not? Yeah, it's like next diagonal. to the White Pony, like from the White Pony. Yeah, it's right by the White Pony. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go to both those places tomorrow. You know, like a progressive meal where you go to Jim Boys to get some ice, and you go to the White Pony to get some soda. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. <laughs> you can go to La Favorita on the other side to uh, get a straw, and then and then up spot. the street to 
um, Carolinas. Yeah, to get uh, the cup. That's and right. then on your way home, you can get some gas at that gas station that's on the other corner. Hell yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on down there. It's kind yeah. of a cool spot. That's a good point. I never, it never clicked to me that there's three Mexican restaurants right there. Like on the same corner? On the same, yeah. Each each one's on its own corner. I mean, if you keep cruising up, Franklin, though, there are more and more. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Jim Boys, I haven't had Jim Boys in a long, long time. They really need to step up their vegetarian game. Is that the case? They're just not... I mean, they have, you know, the basics, but like you can get a cheese quesadilla or a bean burrito or something like that, but I'm always disappointed. Well, so what do you want then if they... I don't... I want I, a potato taco. A potato, potato taco, taco would be taco great. Um, some sort of fake meat would be cool. A yeah, fun nacho. Yeah, nacho. fun nacho or something like really that. Good. Or some of that kind of taco. Like you got to yeah, s- yeah. give me some fun, some fun tacos. Yeah. Jim Boy. But they're OG original. I mean, I, I, you guys don't eat meat, so it's a moot, moot point, but so good. It is very good. They don't need a dress. Very greasy. Up. Yeah. Very greasy. And they put that uh, that cheese on the top, too. Mm. Good stuff. Oh, wait, how is that a Deftones restaurant then, Jim Boy's? <laughs> Be- so, because it's just as Sacramento as the Because it's from Sacramento. I think basic people like it because it's like <laughs> fast food Mexican. And then there's people that turn their nose up at it because it's like not true Mexican. Mm-hmm. Like it's Americanized Mexican. But then there's people. This is like the meme with the brains getting bigger or whatever. <laughs> and the top tier are the people that know that it like it is not actual Mexican food, but it's its own thing that makes it great. It was like, like a Taco Bell. I mean, it was on. a. It started like Marysville, and it was like a. I want to say like a Swiss or Swedish person opened. <laughs> oh opened wow! I didn't Jim know Boys. that. Yeah, and so it was kind of like a weird understanding. It was just like a hamburger stand, and then they started making Mexican food, and people really liked it. But it was their kind of interpretation of Mexican food. Hmm. So the Deftones are an interpretation of new metal. Yeah, that is all in and of itself something that is unique that people could turn their nose up to, but also the real the real big heads know that it's incredibly good. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay, hell yeah, that's great. That's great. It's yeah, we got there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of the episode. That's and thank you for listening to (laughs) five songs or less. So so why wait? We're so we're talking about around the fur today. Uh, we're we're really beating around the album right now, because uh, it's beating it's twenty five years old. Twenty yeah. twenty five. That's I, right. I, I I texted the the um the chain. I had been I was reading like I didn't know. It's not like I was thinking about the fact that around the fur was turning twenty five. I just had seen a tweet or also a Twitter. Do you do you two surf Twitter? I've been uh, trying not to. Not really, oh, man. It's not it's anymore. actually met. It's the best it's ever been right now. It's, <laughs> it's an epic. I've seen a lot of, of uh, TikToks recapping the the chaos Ooh. that's going on. It's a tic- so much TikToks of Twitter. I only like see I'm, the Instagram <laughs> rips of TikTok <laughs> of Twitter. Of Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. Um, I'm actually sort of like, hey guys, we gotta wrap this up after about an hour and a half, so I can get back onto the old machine <laughs> over there because it's uh, it's a beautiful chaos right now. Um, but I think I just came across this like, hey, Deftones around the fur came out 25 years ago, and I was like, shit, that's interesting. Like, 
that's the first album I ever like anticipated and went and bought, which seems weird because it's '97, but I guess I was 15 or something, right? So it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like um too young, small town kid. Like it's not like it, it was it is what it is. Yeah. And so I texted you all because you're from Sacramento, and I thought, and I'm not, not maybe that's still the case that Deftones is not necessarily a band that you listen to or like or followed throughout their career. So I wasn't really sure. So I was like, hey, y'all. You said, hey, you want to do an episode about it? And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. I want to hear what you have to say about this band Here we that are. I love, like genuinely, and have followed and still love yeah. to yeah. this day. Yeah, I joked that you get a copy of Around the Fur when you get your driver's license in Sacramento. <laughs> so, like, well, I feel like it's it's bred into us a little bit. Um, I don't know if you you agree, Danny, but it was of the time when we were of the age, and so and they were from Sacramento, so it was just like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I have a very contentious relationship, or I had, I guess I should say, mm-hmm. with Deftones. This is a very one sided, contentious relationship. Um, <laughs> you were jealous of the so. girl who would go drive by Chino's house <laughs> when you were dating her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not like them for a long time because I was uh, a dummy elitist punk guy who only wanted to listen to no effects and shit. But you were pretty young then though, right? Like in 97, like, yeah, what was, I mean, I was young. What was your relationship to music at that point? Like, what were you listening to? And I was in very into era? punk at, in 97. In when, 97. Huh? Yeah. That's like when I was making the transition from like... Corn, Deftones, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that kind of music, to punk. Yeah, I didn't. And so I totally skipped over new metal. Like I didn't get into it. I like I do remember Deftones being around and stuff. I was just thinking the other day, listening to this playlist, how I remember when um, the very first time, and it was like a big deal that they were getting played on the radio on Quad. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was the song where it sounds like he says fuck a lot. Shove it, I think. Shove it. Seven words. Or seven seven words. words. Yeah, that's right. So I remember when that. From Adrenaline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I have the memory of like being in my parents' room and they used to have like this radio. You're all sitting on the bed listening to the radio together. (laughs) (laughs) I was in there by myself. And they had this radio on their, like the back of their headboard thingy and I had it on and I remember listening to it. And I was like, wow, they're letting this guy say fuck on the radio a lot. <laughs> but it didn't, it wasn't no effects and it wasn't Blink-182. And so I was not into it. Yeah. You got into punk early enough to have avoided new metal, mm-hmm. which is in its, I don't know, that, that's a good thing too, probably. Maybe. I, I disagree uh, for uh, all the reasons. But like one thing is, so a really good friend of mine who um, I actually went up to watch that Carly Rae Jepsen show with, um, grew up in the Seattle area, not the city of Seattle, but just outside mm-hmm. an urban space, right? A big city. And I know you two are not like from Sacramento proper, but yeah. you're like adjacent to a city at least, mm-hmm. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah. But like um, there is something about when I talked to, to him and the way that you describe your relationship to music in the late 90s, Danny, when you were 15 or 14, is mm-hmm. it does seem to me that like in that era, the, um, music that was not new metal was more accessible in city spaces than it was where I was growing up, I feel, which was a bit mm-hmm. more 
I mean, I was an hour and a half from Portland and about two from Seattle, which is, I don't know what that feels like to Californians when you're surrounded by massive cities everywhere you go, it seems. But <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's it felt like, I think that I, I relate a bit to Cody saying that like, this is an album that I think actually really stuck with me in a band that I really kept following because of their relationship to um, music that I eventually, f- like at the same time or was close to falling in love with. I saw Deftones live for the first time on that Snapcase quicksand tour they did. Whoa, um, man. And, well, I, excuse me, the first time when they were a headliner, I saw them at a Warp tour, I think, before oh, that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's like, that to me, like that show in particular is one of my favorite all-time like live shows to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at a nice, like like probably like 2,000 person capacity theater or something like that. I think it's called the Moore Theater. It's famous from Jeremy's, te- Jeremy's vi- the Pearl Jam Jeremy 10 video where he's like jumping into the oh, uh, yeah, yeah, rafters. Yeah. I think okay. that's okay. the, the nice. venue that this took place <laughs> at. And Snapcase at the time was like my favorite band. Like mm-hmm. I loved that band for a little while. Um, and Quicksand was a group that I was into, but I also like knew of them as, you know, they're, they're, uh, what's his name it's like a legendary yeah yeah fucking hardcore guy that i was familiar with more and more at that point but like it feels to me like deftones like played and straddled that space in a weird way right to think that like yeah. we're going to talk about new metal today and danny's gonna say i didn't listen to new metal and i think that's fine i do think corn is a part of being a dorky tween it, it, it for me at least meant thinking that that um life is peachy was cool and good <laughs> but um and i but I do think, and I think that's a, like just a rite of passage that I like to have as a kid, or a little, just like a rural kid whose access to music was a little limited. Um, but the Deftones like definitely played a different kind of role. It was a transitional band in a way that I don't think they anticipated being, and maybe not everyone experienced them as. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. Uh, I think they get put in with new metal because they came to the. I don't know. They were probably at their most popular when new metal was like the most popular. But, like, listening back to this, like, it's not really that at all. Like, to me, like, there's no comparing them to, like, yeah, Corn or Limp Biscuit or something. Yeah. Like, unless it's, like, a very, they're a watered down version of Deftones, mm. maybe. But, like, mm. it's just so, it's so different. And, yeah, I think that it does like straddle that line. And that's why it's weird for me. That's why like, I was excited to talk to somebody not from Sacramento. Cause with us, I think, like I said, they were just, just kind of like always there right. and would have been like popular no matter what was popular probably. But mm-hmm. like they like recorded a song with corn and I think they pl- when like corn came to Sacramento before they were big, they like played mm-hmm. together and stuff. So like, there was like a relationship there, but like they're not now listening back. It's so much more like metal and hardcore than I ever gave it credit for. Yeah, I I agree. Like going back to it, uh, like over the years I've, I've started to like it a lot more. Like it was probably in like the early two thousands, maybe, maybe like 99 or something where I decided like, Oh, this is actually good. And Going back, like, I really enjoy listening to it, uh, and I fucking love Chino's voice so much mm. now. Uh, that was something that we used to make fun of, too, like, was the very, like, soft, singing voice mm-hmm. into, like, the big scream or whatever, and we would mm-hmm. make jokes about it and stuff as a as a teenager. But, like... But like every band we listened to between 2002 and 2020, yeah, by '99 that was a scream. Like, that's exactly what I was <laughs> listening to. 
But yeah, they eventually like grew on me and I, I love them now. I think they're fucking great. And like, I have a lot of, I was also, I mean, like back then I probably hated Sacramento too, but I fucking yeah. love Sacramento now. And I feel like honored to have recorded uh, two albums in the studio where they used to practice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we like met uh, the drummer, Abe Cunningham, the second album we were recording we went to a restaurant and he was at the restaurant. So we got to talk to him and we tried to invite him back to the studio to hang out, but he didn't want to, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want yeah. to do some drum tracking for you. No. <laughs> yeah. Are these dudes like, I know Chino lives in like the middle of nowhere in, in Bend, Oregon, smoking weed or something like that. But like, what, do these dudes live around here still? Is that there? I think still some drummer, of them the drummer does. He has like, is like part owner of, I think several restaurants in oh, word, okay. town. Um, but I don't know about the other, I don't know about Stefan Carpenter, Stefan Carpenter. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they're like LA based now, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's really true. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Like I would every once in a while see a member of the band. Like when I was going to a lot of shows, I would every once in a while see like a member of the band or I saw, um, fallacy one time that was, um, Mm -hmm. The drummer's old band, I think. I can't remember. Uh, and Chino was there too for that. But like, I don't know. I don't know if they all still live here or not anymore, aside from the drummer, who I know lives here. Um, so, Nate, like, you said this was the first album you like anticipated and bought. So, were you, how did you get into them to where you were at that point before it came out? Like, were you a big adrenaline head? I did like, like adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. What was your gateway to them? Do you were when you were like I loved when bands swore. That was like always cool for me. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I don't know why. Like for some reason, I think that swearing culture, at least in circles I run, where people have kids, is a lot more lax today than it was when I was a kid. But like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't until I was in my mid to late twenties that I dropped an f bomb in front of my folks, Mm. and I don't even know why. They're not like conservative people or anything. It was just like polite behavior or some Mm -hmm. shit. I don't know. Yeah. So I was always big fan of like curse words in music for whatever reason. It was, they seemed taboo as shit. Yeah. And I had that same experience with that song that you were talking about, Danny, thinking mm-hmm. it was really great. But I also like was a kid interested in new metal at that time. Corn, I loved fucking corn. And I don't know the timeline if if um adrenaline and life is peachy. I'm sure I don't know where they line up, but I do. Adrenaline came out before Life is Peachy. Life is Peachy. Yeah. Probably even right before their like self-titled album or maybe at the same around the same, around time. The same time. Does Life is yeah. Peachy come out before Adrenaline? I guess would be or excuse me, before Around the Fur. Would uh, be a question. I would I, I think, think so. so. I can check real quick. I do remember and I think this is wrong cuz I don't like it today, but there's that um that rap track that Chino puts on that album for corn. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't like it now, like listening you back know? to it. I think, I think Chino actually uses N word, which I think is a little fucked up. Ooh. Oh um, yeah. I think you're uh, life is PG is yeah. 96. So yeah, it came up with, okay. So it's a year earlier. No, uh, does he use the N word? There's a, at least one point where he, he changes it to Caucasians, but he does it in like a funny way funny way which because cool. it's like an ice cube song right 
Yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering it. I remember listening to it a couple years back and being a little bit turned off by the song. Like yeah. I think I was in a group of kids and being like, "Yeah, that best corn song is that one where Chino's on it." And then I listened to it, I was like, "Yeah, I don't really." Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I mean, not, might not be uh, wrong though. It's, I don't know. I don't think yeah. I could ever revisit corn the same way I revisit Deftones yeah. and be like, "Yeah, no, I think this is good." I'm I'm, I'm gonna give it my best college try at some point because I do think corn <laughs> has like. Corn's interesting in a way that they don't get credit for from, I think, uh, former Corn fans like us, like who were, yeah. like grew out of them pretty quickly. But they've been, I mean, they're like one of the biggest rock bands in, in like touring, like biggest rock bands out there right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird. I'm going to um, change my uh, Instagram bio to former Corn fan. <laughs> former <laughs> <laughs> um, hell yeah. Um, we do have a mutual friend who will get pissed at you for saying former. <laughs> I think be like, no, what the fuck? They're great. Um, uh, not to call them, not to blast, putting anyone on blast, but, um, wait, which me is, it, uh, which mutual friend did he have I, a, th- a 311 sticker on his car? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> bought, bought a fucking corn basketball shorts yeah. at one point. Did he play a show on Sunday and wear a Rob Zombie shirt during <laughs> all it? of which all of this is yes, something that did. I approve of thoroughly. <laughs> like it's such a yeah. cool vibe. Um, <laughs> and is why I think I want like the, the Rob Zombie shit. I get it. Like Rob White Zombie is great. Like this day. Oh, we should talk White about Zombie. we should talk. We should. Oh, that's what we'll do. We got to do a White Zombie Whoa. slash Rob Zombie episode for Danny. Hell yeah. For Danny. All right. I'm all about that it. Could be, th- that might be the thing of like. You won't like it. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll maybe. My, yeah, we've, you're a metal guy. We've though. got like, I know some. Not, I know they're different. There's but, probably but. some good riffs on there. I don't like his voice, so we'll see how that goes. That's probably we've true. We've got some contentious episodes coming up. I'm giving MXPX to somebody. So, shit. Um, I saw I saw White Zombie play once too, and that live show was yeah. fucking amazing. Just such a fucking event. I, I saw Rob Zombie like twice within like a year of of, like and this was like mm, five years ago or something oh shit no that's i'm I'm like a recent convert did you go to that one where we uh at the elder youth show where we did the cover yeah i bought and you bought bought tickets for ryan tickets for ryan and i it was me ryan and and gabba all went okay okay and it was really fun and corn played too oh and we're great how were they? Uh, I was trying really hard to leave as soon as White Zombie <laughs> was done, yeah. but but there was one person that was hanging out with us that was like, "Well, let's just stick around and watch Corn for a while," and I was like, Ugh. "So I saw a little bit of them." I and do like. He was wearing a kilt and played the bagpipes. Oh, yeah. That's what you want. That's what you go there for. Yeah. I, do, I mean, they're a working band, right? Like they play a lot. I'm mm-hmm. I, like I, a friend of mine sent a video of Corn and Slipknot playing bc boyd's sabotage i recommend checking it out oh my uh, god really um yeah both bands that are just enormous today like we'll f- we'll sell out large venues and um mm-hmm. i just like i I wasn't super into i mean yeah the, yeah i liked it actually i thought it was it was great it was re- it was very like nostalgic but their stage presence was unbelievably good like these are people who know how to be on stage and oh yeah show up and just make the t- make a good time yeah um i think that that's real um anyhow like so i was in what was the question Shit. <laughs> yeah is is rob zombie dope yeah. i don't actually like rob zombie's solo career i don't know well like it's the white zombie like two white zombie albums uh yeah 
uh, were part of my youth that I, and I do think are really good when I listen to them today. Corn, I don't so much. Yes, that's right. Life is peachy. Like I really loved that life is peachy album. Like a lot. It was a huge deal for me. in in, um, uh, me too. Like my, <laughs> in middle school or freshman year, whenever the fuck that came out and Chino's song was amazing and I was loving adrenaline, but adrenaline felt a bit weird. And so it seemed like, you know, when you get, you're onto something, you're like, Oh yeah, this is definitely unique and cool. Or like, I think that's something I leaned into a little bit. Like, Oh, the Deftones are like the band I should proclaim as a band that i love right like Which, everybody likes corn but they are the like weird ver- like version if it's new metal it's the weirdest new metal a hundred percent especially like but even back then and even with adrenaline which was much more of a it fit in with that scene yeah. more than around the fur mm-hmm. and i think that's why just like knowing how much i love that band and that it was coming out in my town like there was a cd store and it wasn't like I was going to walk in that CD store and get no effect CDs. That wasn't going to fucking happen if I was into that band. Um, I could, they would probably order them in for me or something, oh, but they didn't I have okay. no effect CDs on their, on their, um, on their shelves. Not then, not, not in 97, maybe in 2000 or 99 yeah, yeah. when Valium came out or something, but, but Deftones for sure. So I remember with my friend, uh, heading over there, uh, we got a ride from, I think his mom or something. And pulled up to this to the shop and went in and we were like, "You got that Deftones <laughs> fucking yeah. CD?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we got it." And there was like, you know, six of them or whatever yeah. on the rack, and so we each bought one and took off. It was dope. It was really cool. But Hell yeah, definitely something I was anticipating at the time, and was not disappointed. I think it's actually curious to me because I, I there's a lot of albums that I listen to for the first time. In Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, for example, I when I remember I remember listening to that when it first came out, being like, "Oh, I don't get it." Like I just it didn't, <laughs> it didn't land as well as I would have liked. Like some of the singles I really liked, but like. Years later, I would listen to it and I would be like, fuck, this is this is really good. Like a full album, full uh, double yeah. album sounds great. Um, and I could imagine that having had happened with Around the Fur, but it didn't. I, I, I dug it from that point on for sure. Do you remember your first listen? Like, uh, I don't know. I, some people will have like the memories of like, oh, I remember when I first heard this. I was doing this. I, w- I felt I these things. I was laying on my parents' bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember like your first listen of it or anything? No, I actually don't. I would imagine in the car ride home, but I do think I remember just like talking about it at school over the coming weeks, like mm-hmm. how much we were enjoying it. And I do think um, I do have that memory actually for melancholy. Maybe it's when you don't like something it sticks out harder. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or when you're less impressed, I guess. But I don't necessarily have that first listen memory. I do just I do just remember listening to it a lot, enjoying it a lot. Uh-huh. Not so much with my like I had to listen to it at home in my room. My folks didn't like that shit. It's not something we were listening to together in the car. Mm-hmm. I wasn't driving yet. Oh, you didn't make them listen to your music? They wouldn't. They wouldn't go for that shit. Oh, my, hell no! <laughs> I punished my parents so bad. Oh, no, oh man, your that. parents would let you play, but like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, you spoiled. <laughs> Got a couple smacks for uh, <laughs> for what they said. For, for the yeah, said. yeah, yeah. There was um, uh, Suicide Machines album destruction by definition oh so good yeah there's uh there's that one song where they're just yelling motherfucker uh yeah. son of a bitch hypocrite and something like that and my mom was like danny why do you listen to music like this <laughs> what have you become <laughs> um, um now we my parents liked unplugged in new york the nirvana thing oh like, yeah, they yeah, would yeah, love yeah. To listen to that with them but that was about it like it really was just how it sounded, not the content. There was a the content was a part of it for sure, but I knew that I wouldn't like play with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't like try to put that on. My dad um, 
was cognizant of the debates. This is like the Tipper Gore, like explicit lyrics era, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, well, well, it's like five years after or something. Sure. But I guess I grew up with that like mentality. Yeah. Like my, that my folks were like, I wasn't old enough. Like I remember that specifically, like you can't have CDs with explicit lyrics. I had, um, nine inch nails taken away from me and a Snoop Dogg doggy style taken away from me. Yeah. Dang. Explicit lyric stickers. <laughs> sucked and i can't deftones it feels like it has one now but i didn't have one when it came out Mm -hmm. i don't know what the fuck that is but i don't i also think i would have been able to i I always was trying to sneak them around and if Mm -hmm. it's a sticker on the case then i would just put a new case on it and shit like that Mm -hmm. also why the fuck were they looking at my cds it's there's so many things that i would not do (laughs) i would just not do and also like not they weren't strict weird you know like it's not like it's not a mad critique it's just like something they were like oh yeah we're just we're making sure that you know like like we're raising the kid right or something. I don't know. Sure, yeah. sure. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I just. It was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something I would do. Fuck no. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have. I have two questions. Um, one of them on topic. One of them off topic. Sort of. Do you guys want to watch Corn Plane Sabotage with Slipknot? <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> uh, I have already sent you a watch together in your sure. email. While we're getting that loaded up, Cody, do you remember the first? A CD or album or cassette that you anticipated coming out went to buy opening day. Mm. Or, uh, release day, not opening day. That's a sport thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, could have been Life is Peachy. Hmm, okay. But I don't know that I got that like as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. Actually, might have been slowly going the way of the Buffalo. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Like, that was, like, when I was enough into a band and the internet was a thing, so I would know, like, a CD was coming out. Mm -hmm. I think, like, earlier than that, for me, it was just, like, you would hear a new song on the radio and then be like, oh, they have a new album out, and then go and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Actually, it's not a thing that I pursued too much. To be honest, if I... There's probably examples in between, but the next time, because I worked at a record shop for many years, mm-hmm. two and a half or so years after, before I went to college. So I definitely got stuff on release day. I even have a story of like the Green Day Green album being accidentally sent to our CD shop um, a week early. Um, and we getting a call from the record company saying like, do not, do not, do not sell that. And then my boss turning around and selling it. What album? Uh, <laughs> the green album weezer's green album oh sorry, oh green 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 album. okay <laughs> so i do know like i do remember these release date things but it, oftentimes i guess it was less anticipation and more just like oh yeah that's coming out today i'll take that yeah, yeah um yeah. but i do the next one i really anticipated and went to a c the cd shop this is all fucking cd shops for the yeah, most part yeah um was um fugazi's argument i remember specifically i didn't oh, work at a cd shop wow, anymore cool i was in college right and i was like oh shit yeah that's cool well i mean come on i mean that's like 2001 at that point they, still and, yeah, hell yeah. It's I liked the band, and I remember that album coming out and going to a CD shop in Bellingham, Washington, where I was going to college, mm-hmm. and they didn't have it. We were like, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> this, is like, this is like college rock, y'all. Like, what are you doing? It's a college town, um, so I didn't actually get it, but okay. I remember okay. trying to go get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, you ready for some sabotage? Yes. Okay, let's try this one. Let's run this show tonight with our brothers in Slipknot. Oh, why is he wearing a monster energy drink? Because because they give him a hundred thousand dollars before he goes on tour. All right, all right. (laughs) Oh shit! 
Slipknot. That's another yeah, band I, I never listened to. Yeah, I also didn't really listen to them. But like, they know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, first of all, that stage is so skinny, but. They bring energy and I love it. They bring energy. They're not bringing the, the vocal performance though. Oh boy. That's not, that's not exactly what they're known for. Sounds like he's wearing a mask on his face or something. <laughs> Why is that stage so skinny? I think I watched this actually when you and I were preparing for that Paramore episode. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was, I was telling you about like how I didn't think Haley Williams really brought it on stage, and then this was sent to me, and I was like, no, that's a live performance. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the bat. I feel like I've been in small venues with hardcore bands that bring bats on the stage. Yeah. He kind of just sounds like a. Uh, a hardcore singer. This. Like, yeah, this sounds like it yeah. just could be a hard, a hardcore song from 1996. Totally. I just I wanted to hear just Jonathan Davis sing it. Too bad. There's still a minute left of this. Oh, oh right, because they're only in the middle of the song. Are you ready to scream? Whoa. Guy in the that was sick. Launched off the drum set. On one of the, there's more than one, but on one of the Woodstock '99 documentaries that came out this past year, uh-huh. they interviewed Jonathan Davis, and of all the people they interviewed, he seems like the coolest guy. Yeah. That was like actually could like talk about it without getting defensive and without like uh-huh. uh, acting like it wasn't a big deal or whatever. That's pretty rad. <laughs> I need to watch those documentary things still. The Woodstock ones. Yeah, I only watched one of them. And yeah. It was good. Yeah. Fine. Do you think the Slipknot guys ever got COVID nineteen? Hmm. They were protected the whole time. Yeah, but they have they got holes in the in the most uh, sure. area. The area you need to protect the most. <laughs> All right, so they probably got it first because mm-hmm. they thought they were protected. But hey, guys, right now on on this watch together thing, there's like it's showing some thumbnails. Yep. And one of them is a thumbnail that I get all the time, and I assume it's there because of what I watch on YouTube. Do any of them look familiar for you? Uh, No, these all look like, I mean, they're all corn things except for one of them. Oh. Yeah, mine are all corn too, except for... We must, maybe we're seeing, Paul McCartney's not in the middle? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Unless... That's and, great. <laughs> unless either either Paul McCartney dressed up as Fifty Cent or Fifty Cent dressed up as Paul McCartney, I do have Fifty Cent. Okay, 
I do not have 50 cent. <clears throat> I Paul McCartney, corns Paul McCartney might be in one of the slip, Slipknot masks for all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he was. That's how he made his actual money. <laughs> oh, quick cat report, everybody. Amanda sent me two pictures of our cat snuggling on our bed. And it is that's cute. so adorable. So adorable. <laughs> Cody, how are your cats? They're fine. They're good. Nate, how they're, are your they're cats? S- they're snuggling. Oh, they all just love each other. Do you think the Deftones are cat people? Did you did you so. Google Chino cat? Chino cat. I did, and the photo that came up, I don't know how to share it again because we have they had a cat on one of their logos. Yeah, I was gonna say they had that cat Screaming shirt. Do you cat. do you know that yeah. shirt, Nate? Yeah, I have had I have had that shirt twice at different points in my life. Whoa, yeah. nice. The adrenaline screaming cat shirt. I don't know how to send you all. Anyways, the picture is funny. I'll put it into the watch together. See if we can watch it there. Just a picture. <laughs> just watch the picture. Uh, Cody, did you ever see Deftones? No, I've never seen them. Wow. You didn't even go to that Tower Records one? No. No. What Tower Records one? There was a Tower Records show like around the release of Around the Fur. Oh, that was yeah, like a no. free deal. If you hop which, over to your watch together, you should be able to see it. Which tower? Sh- what, was uh, it I, believe, I believe it was uh, the Watt. Gotcha. That's pretty sense. cool. I don't see nothing. I just see black. It's a cat selfie uh, at a at a Deftones show. Like the cat took a, shel- a selfie. Mm. That's too bad. Cody, I think you would really like this. Uh, I think you would too. I'm going to attempt to screenshot it. Just text it to me. No, I don't do text messages. I only call people. <laughs> I, o- I only talk through Watch Together links. <laughs> I'll record a video, upload it to YouTube, and then we'll watch my half of the conversation together. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a question, that's fine, but it's going to be a couple hours before I get your response. Uh, so I just maybe texted it to you. Mm, yep. This better be worth it, guys. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, basically a crowd surfing cat taking yeah. a selfie. Oh, that rules! That looks like background. my cat. Uh, uh, <laughs> that looks like Alfie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Should we start talking about Nate's uh, playlist? Yeah. Do you want to do that actually? So I made a playlist to guide a conversation around the 25th anniversary of this, but we don't have to. Like, is this, Are there standout songs that are not included or anything I, you want to watch? I want to know I, why you didn't pick My Own Summer. Um, because there are the two singles mm-hmm. that are so famous. And, and so and good. They're both really good. I don't dislike it. I just feel like if I'm going to pick one of the two, I pick the one I like the most, okay. I guess. And okay. then we would have other things. And each of those songs, like... I picked them for various reasons, like Head Up, for example, is like... A wait, 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 let's do... I want to do the playlist. Okay. You can oh, tell okay. us why you picked each one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So let's start at the beginning with... Lotion? With some lotion. What do you do every morning, uh, Danny? Every morning you wake up and you apply your... I apply my coffee to my belly. 
<laughs> what is coffee if not stomach lotion? <laughs> stomach lotion. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't... I should have said this earlier. I actually don't remember this album hardly at all. Because like I said, this was when I was sort of getting more into punk. Mm-hmm. So I never had this one. I know I heard it like at other people's houses and I think I borrowed it for a while, but I never had it. So I don't remember it very well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hearing this song, especially, this is such a good pick. The song rules <laughs> and like really stands out or like is a real like makes made me think like recontextualize them because it kind of just sounds like a botch song or a blood brother song yeah it or sounds a combination so there. hardcore and like the vocals are a little sassy in the way that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. blood brothers is but without the sassy voice i guess but just sort of the cadence i don't know yeah which and then when I was reading about the album, the producer was Terry Date, who's like a Seattle guy. And do you know who was his assistant? Who was his assistant? Matt Bayless. Whoa. Who did like everything? The Botch albums, mm-hmm. the Blood, Blood Brothers albums. These arms of snakes. Yeah. So like, minus the uh, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know that guy, Nate? Are you friends with? Him? I know the albums that you're talking about, and I'm not friends with Matt Bayless. Mm-hmm. No, the name rings a bell. I don't think I know. Oftentimes, the production team that you guys tend to tend to call out, I think that's pretty. Cool. I I always look it up. I don't know, like know it, right. but I like when I'm talking about it. I want to reference it. Yeah, his- you know that they spent time up in Seattle for this. I remember that being a thing that I mm-hmm. had, but. I agree. One thing I like about the song, and some like a lot of stuff they do, is that they're. Um, they're out their song titles are uh, just starting with a title they're weirdly provocative or in a, in, a, mm-hmm. in a strange way right like yeah um on the playlist that we're going to talk about today in particular there are two that are just like lotion and mascara mm-hmm. and this is a new metal band from the late 90s right like <laughs> it, to me it's like it's sexy in a strange in strange way like it's i yeah. don't know how to say it but like i do like the title of the song <laughs> to start yeah no um, i'm with when so if like no effects had a song called lotion it would be like a <laughs> masturbation joke yeah, yeah. but yeah. somehow when deftones have a song called lotion it's like uh i don't know but that's not what conjures into my mind it's it's more of like a like weird sexual and you went like i don't know it definitely for it was it was not something I was more. I felt like my world was more the no effects, not not no effects themselves, but like that type of music or that type of humor, or like whatever the mm-hmm. fuck was going around. Like the, it just felt more serious in a way. Like the, I don't know. Like there's something about these, this title or a lot of the, the, this band that just was a bit. It was a bit more mature than maybe I was myself. In certain no, ways. totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they um, definitely like took themselves seriously and did 100%. not probably want people joking around about them yeah which might not be the that's not actually the coolest vibe always i would say yeah no no but like it kind of works it works and i think it turned it it put them in a position to create a song like this in the time when this would not have been an expected sound Mm. for them and like i think one one reason i picked this song too is that has elements that feel like they fit the scene 
um, at that time. It's you're right that it it matches sort of a post hardcore or a hardcore song and as much of their shit does. But like mm-hmm. each of the this song also has spots where um, it feels a little new metally. Like it's not mm-hmm. completely without that taste. It's um, got the groove. That's what it would be. All right. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if like the times I have two timestamps, but like one, like being, um, I don't even know why the fuck I picked for Let's let's, can we do a 47 second sure. timestamp, yeah. Danny? Let me do that. And run it through a minute and like six or seven seconds. Okay. That that gro- there's that groove in that guitar, but that guitar also is that post hardcore like fucking sound mm-hmm. that you that, that it's, I think it's actually pop. It exists to some degree around this time, right? Like even like a band like Texas is the reason has sounds that are similar to that, and mm-hmm. they're putting albums out at the same fucking time. Yeah, um, I mean, you mentioned Snapcase earlier too. Like I feel like that's right. got some Snapcase vibe to it. A bit. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's in, it's in, I'd be curious to know like who's influencing who and who's playing with what in mm-hmm. that context. Yeah, but. it would be interesting to see like a weird like family tree, but of more of like influences. Like mm-hmm. I feel like at a certain point, Deftones and Texas is a reason like came from something he that was the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they have similar ancestors, and then they ended up similar, but they're like different. Sure. Those Whoa. dudes ended. Up, some and of those the, guys ended up being in that band with Jonah Matranga. Yeah, the guitarist right? from Texas the Reason was yeah. in a band with Jonah Matranga, and Jonah Matranga is friends with Deftones, and he co-wrote or wrote the last song on our playlist today. Yeah. Oh. There's um, your family tree, Cody. There's your family <laughs> tree. But so that's that's the I had two timestamps, and that's one that to me like really sounds like some a, t- a style of music that I would eventually just like be obsessed with. Like mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. that guitar that the groove that you're talking about, but also like that. It, to me, it sounds like a Texas is the reason song or Snapcase. And I, I um, love the way he sings there too. That that line where he's just uh-huh. singing classical or whatever he says. I yeah, his voice. Oh, eat it up. That's <laughs> really good. It's like I remember when Poison the Well did their third album, Tear from the Red or Tear from the Red, or something <laughs> like that. Or did, did you like that? <laughs> no, band? I know? liked a couple songs. That we, song, Nerdy, I is like, real fucking. I sick. liked them for for a bit. Yeah, for we a bit. I liked them. them. I saw them a couple times, yeah. At the boardwalk? Oh, yeah. we went to see them and we didn't see each other. On purpose? Yeah. You were fighting at the time? <laughs> yeah. Shit. It was in that album, that Tear from the Red or Tear from the Red, where he starts to sing. And mm-hmm. I remember reading it. I was, I was also a little bit turned off to some degree. Like, wait, what is this? Or like, um, he, and he had said something like in an interview I'd read that he was just talking about, like, all I listen to these days is the Deftones. I just want to sound like Chino. And like, I was like, okay. <laughs> all right, kid. You want to, um, but you can't, buddy. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, he's good at that. Um, but the other section of this song that has that new metal vibe is when he's screaming, like, I feel sick, and you get that chuggy thing going mm-hmm. on, too. And I think, I wonder if this is the timestamp. I have 201. It might not be. I'm so sorry. My fucking notes are awful today. Hey, I don't even have notes. Yeah, at least you have notes. I had, my one note on this song is it sounds like a hardcore song. You said it's botch esque. I get that now. Like, if for wasn't whatever reason I wasn't thinking of that, but to me, like, 
like the first 10 seconds of this song first sound like a botch song and then sound like a blood brothers song to me that's yeah. my first time stamp is zero to ten danny okay oh, yeah, i've already played one. it for the, the folks okay. <laughs> all right uh it does sound new metal and i think it's because well it starts with that bass which the bass tone mm. is like a very hardcore bass tone um but then when it gets to that next part the rhythm and the feel of it is very new metal and the way he's screaming I think because he holds out uh, I feel sick I like I think he's holding out that I is what makes it kind of a, a new metal ish sound mm. new metal yeah. Uh, yeah Sac City College professor of new metal exactly like, exactly <laughs> I would love to take that class by the way you would not be the person I, to teach I it, would not be the person to teach it <laughs> I would just judge everyone that was there <laughs> you stand in the hallway looking in the window <laughs> I'm taking notes. Oh, I see you took that new metal class, with <laughs> Professor Cody. Cody would teach it, or Gabba maybe. <laughs> Cody, quit playing but with your wouldn't. toys. Sorry. <laughs> he would adamantly exclude the Deftones from the curriculum, which is a shame, but it's all right. The song is really fucking good, though. Yeah, I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to watch any videos of it? Did anybody have a video? There is an awesome. It's the one of the worst quality videos I've ever seen in my life. Nice. Oh, yeah. But it's awesome. Bizarre fest. Um, first thing, the very first frame of this video is Chi wearing a two-tone ska shirt. Oh, shit. Which rules. Hell yeah. I think that I have a video to watch. It's this same event, but two years later, he references this. I watched that one as well. Yeah, he's like... That part's His live lyrics here are not great. (laughs) No. Did... No. Almost said something. Uh-oh. To say, did Deftones popularize wearing dickies? But I think it was more just like a skateboard thing. I feel like where I live, they played a role in that popularization. Yeah. So this I don't is, remember them very frequently before. Then. This part is great. And watch the security guard rough this dude up unnecessarily. And then like after he lets go of the microphone, the guy like gives him a twist to the point. How do you feel about these mosh pits that look to be the size of like entire city blocks? No thank you. They make me feel anxious. <laughs> yeah. Look at look at that dude in the front with the Adidas yeah. like track jacket. Yeah. He's so so stoked. I mean, he may not have popularized any of the fashion in the world, but he was, he was on point always. Yeah, I yeah. I think they did. I think they kind of brought it. And maybe that's kind of why they, another reason they get lumped into the new metal thing is because they had that, like, I don't know, 
hate using the word urban. Uh, <laughs> they street fashion. Yeah, they had like the street fashion and uh, coming from like a Mexican background. I think they brought some of that to the rock yeah, world. They- We can afford another one. Yeah. yeah. I really like about to put on his pants. This, this is in German. This is a German channel. I didn't notice that. I didn't realize this festival was taking place in Germany. Can you translate it for us? Yeah, it's just like hear more, see more. <laughs> funny you said this is bad quality. Like, this is really good quality. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 it's fine. I watched it earlier on my big old TV and it was like uh, very pixelated. That's pretty rad. I'm glad I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when I was young, I didn't like those giant mosh pits. Uh, I was also going to say that back to like it sounding like a hardcore song. I feel like it's had such a huge influence on a lot of like younger modern hardcore bands. Like hearing it just made me think of um, like Vane or um, a little bit of Knocked Loose. They're a bit different, but like different bands like that, like the seven string hardcore bands that are out now. Do you like Vane? I like Vane. I haven't listened to it. You a like lot. Vane and you don't like Turnstile. That is weird to me. Um, well, maybe I haven't listened to the newer Vane album, so maybe they sound completely different now. Because mm. isn't Vane kind of new metal-y? Uh, they have new metal parts, yeah. Yeah. But they're, anyway. they're screaming the whole time, though. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, anyway, sorry, sorry. Turn, turnstile that you said that I remember it reminded me of this thing I wanted to bring up at some point. But the Sick New World Festival taking place in Las Vegas in uh, May uh-huh. of next year. Have you seen this, Danny? No. The Deftones are one of the headlining acts. Oh, cool! This, it's like new metal, punk rock, bowling, uh, or whatever. It's an incredible lineup, to be perfectly honest. Like, or no, the what's the other one? What's the we were when we were young? When we were young, it's like that where it's like, how did they get every single yeah. band? When it, what is it called it's again? A little bit like that. Sick new world, Sick. hilariously new world. When it's just a, mostly a bunch of older like new metal bands, headlined by System of a Down, Corn, Deftones, and Incubus. That's pretty cool. But Turnstile is playing that that show. Which is yeah, cool. they're like the only kind of headliner that's up there that's like a new band i think yeah let's Death see Grips is scheduled system of a down evanescence uh, deftones papa roach more sacramento representation turnstile fucking ministry placebo hoobastank seven dust soulfly P.O.D. death grips more sacramento Melville failure cradle of filth sister of mercy lacuna coil body count game body FDM. count is gonna be there seven dust. such a good fucking lineup dude Body count is way too far down on that list. Totally agreed. Yeah, totally agreed. I think it's just like there. To, but I don't. Know. I the wonder if it's is all down if, there too. If like it's a weird lineup, like if it 
Ice T is not singing for them or something. Maybe. Ooh, that Alien Ant Farm is going to be there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Cold Chamber. Mr. Bungle. Mm-hmm. POD. Dude, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a really good lineup. <laughs> Fiddlehead, that's cool. Stabbing Westward, holy shit. Yeah. I fucking love it. I'm gonna. I'm actually going to LA that weekend because a friend of mine got me tickets for the Rival Schools reunion tour. So I'm gonna brand wow. this option. But it's sick. That's Such cool. A sick lineup. Let's move on to our next song, Nate. What's next? Tell us. Tell us all yeah, about it. At, it's apropos of uh, COVID. This is Die the Flu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, I think, so I picked this song. It's not entirely, in my opinion, like different it, per se from Lotion in, in mm-hmm. that it's also a song that has some new metal elements, but it has like, the way he sings is a, like the pacing of the way he stretches out words on this song is even more obvious. Yeah, yeah. And I just fucking love it. And there's some weird guitar parts towards the end and um, some yelling versus screaming that he's doing that's really dope. Um, I don't know. It's fucking, it's a great song. And I have a video if you want to watch it. That's terrible quality. Yeah. Which I know Cody prefers. I want nothing else so but I've terrible heard. quality. Yeah. When we do those HD videos, he actually logs off yeah. for that time. <laughs> just so everyone knows. Okay. Let's see here. Do you act, I, Before we play this, do you, do you all like have any? Like, how does this song suck? You don't no, I, love, I, I like this song a lot. This is one I don't think I really remembered that much. Yeah, I didn't I didn't remember it, but I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Let's check it out. This is from the year, I think. 97. Oh, you, you got me beat as far as back. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell if Tuno is really tired because he has just been just fucking going on. Yeah, he's shit. standing like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. He can't, he can't get it together, but I think it's pretty funny. But like, they sound great. It's, I mean, the quality of the sound is bad, but like, I can just hear mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. They sound tight. Yeah, that's right. Tino also doesn't look good for some reason. Like, he's not dressed well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He might need to sober up a little bit. He might need to sober up. I also think like the aspect ratio is messed up because he looks very tall and very (laughs) skinny. Yeah. That's right. They have their DJ on. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I don't ever... I know he's there, but I don't ever hear him. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. The song is almost unrecognizable. I, I mean, I don't know it that well, but something's going on. His singing is off. Yeah, I think he is drunk. Hey, look, I was there. That was my spiky head in '97. <laughs> <laughs> Did it say that this one yeah. Yeah, Oh, it's in London. The the thing that DJ has his stuff on is says London. Maybe his name's London. Oh, maybe it is. DJ London. DJ London. Okay, let's listen to some of the song outside the video then. Oh, okay. So we can... Uh, I, this is great, though. This is great. It's, I fucking love it. I think they sound great, but you're indeed yeah. right. That's a little off to some degree, especially <laughs> singing. Um, do you have any points that you wanted to point out? Uh, I didn't have any timestamps on any of the other songs because I'm bad at this oh, hell yeah. podcast. Me no, neither. It's not. <laughs> I was thinking about... Um, 115 and then 218 okay. and that's what we can just do those okay two. good job nate um, so that was the just kind of like slow pacing of his vocals is what you're saying he drags those fucking words out yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. i really really love that yeah that's one thing I will say, and I remember thinking it then, and I still think it now, that even though I like all of this and I think it's great, it's very samey to me. Like every song is samey, is the same mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard for me. Like it's hard for me to remember which one this was versus the one that we just listened to versus yeah. the the other one until I like look at the lyrics or like. You know, there's like, well, lotion stands out out of all of them, but I think the other four all blend together. I actually think that's interesting because I think this one and lotion like have similarities, whereas the next one is just a straight up like rap metal song. (laughs) After that, it's like that really low, like slow ass song. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's single, which does sound more like this. This sounds more like the... Mm -hmm. The Deftones of that era, what you would have thought of if you had heard them on the radio, I think, for sure. Mm-hmm. This one just doesn't have much of a hook, I think. Like, Lotion even had a bit of a hook. Deftones do not have hooks, I don't think. I don't know. I feel like they're singles they definitely have don't later. That could be, yeah. Yeah, I guess the, like... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, the chorus of the last song we're going to do is pretty hooky. Yeah, but. yeah. What was the other timestamp though? You said that oh, was 218. 218? Let's okay. Let's do that. Danny the flu here. Danny the flu. <laughs> it's the same segment of the song. I don't know why. A bit I had the same. I think I wanted something from before that <laughs> on that first one, but regardless, my notes are flawless. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what die the flu means? I don't, actually. Did you look it up? No. No. Me neither. Someone should tell us. If... 
Um, when I'm riding my bike to work in the morning, though, speaking of Danny the Flu, uh-huh. or things that sound like Danny, um, um, there's a huge, like, porta potty, like an oversized porta potty mm-hmm. um, uh, out by the river. And on the side of it, somebody had spray painted Danny Turd or Turd Danny oh. on it, which is pretty sick. I need to stop and take a photo. Yeah, you somewhere. should. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> Sounds like me. The kind of graffiti that I would love to do, or that you should yeah, do, yeah, if, that's yeah. your, if that's your handle, your tag. <laughs> Turd, Danny. Cody's looking for the meaning of... Yeah, I'm not finding it. Someone on Reddit says that, um, yeah, Dai is um, Chi Chang's middle name, or second, first, last name. Oh. Uh, that's cool. Anyway... Anywho. Head up. It's what I'm all about. Speedy, speedy podcast. Oh man, I'm just looking at the lyrics for this song. Uh oh. Yeah. Bring it on. What do you got? I it's I just noticed that there's a part that says "Soul Fly, Fly High, Soul Fly, Fly High." (laughs) It's like, are they talking about the band Soul Fly? The band took their name from the song. Oh, because Max Calavera is that his name? Oh right, yeah. He sings on the song. And it's a, apparently a song that he, I guess he probably co-wrote it, at least the lyrics. And it's a song about his stepson who had died in 96 or early 90s at uh, some point. I'm glad that you said that so I would not say anything <laughs> else awful. He, Although now that I'm reading the lyrics, it's all, it's pretty obvious what it's about. So this is not my favorite song on this album. I want to be full. F- f- I want to say straight up. I'm not a huge fan of rap uh, metal, <laughs> I guess I should say. Um, but it's probably my favorite rap metal song as far as those things are concerned, maybe with some raging Against the machine exceptions, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it's an, it's a song to talk about though, because it's a part of, it's a part of that scene at the time. And they they, often, they would come into it, right? Like Chino would often put hip hop elements into the Mm -hmm, stuff he was doing. mm -hmm. Um, Man, now I want to listen to the song again. (laughs) I have a video of it we can watch. Okay, perfect. There's a there's a video of Muse covering it in Sacramento in 2019. Fucking weird. That's exactly the one I'm sending to you. What are you talking about? Really? It's a weird. I can't imagine this being the song you would cover from Deftones. Yeah. Oh, does it actually have the Soulfly guy on it? Yeah. Do you not know him from Sepultura? Or no, I don't know that guy. No. I've never listened to either band. Nor Soulfly. Soulfly or Sepultura. If I'm not mistaken. I guess the question I would have is Chino playing with Soulfly here, or Soulfly. With Max and with Death Guns. Yeah, I didn't. 
know what that sounds like is uh, uh, some type of pilot's riff. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that was not as a deft tone. That was not a deft tone. That's that Max Calderon guy, I think. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. It seems later, too. Kino is bigger, and... Yeah. yeah. I don't know when this is going to Put your hands up! Man, this live version is like, so metal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the song is not big more than it Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just the recording didn't give off as much of a vibe to me. What the fuck? <laughs> That's like us on the, right now, just like <laughs> bobbing our heads. Somewhat confused <laughs> why this song exists at all. Come on, motherfucker! This is a total. A total cereal. Bowl of cereal. Just the lyric walking to this Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way Chino's holding the mic, it kind of looks like he has an X on his hand. (laughs) So that's where Soulfly got their name? Yeah. Cavalera, like, I guess was like leaving Sepultura around this Mm -hmm. time. I don't know when this video was shot, but when around this, when the song was Uh written and I read somewhere that he took it when asked, he said, yeah, I took it from this song that I did with the Deftones. So yeah. Interesting. Knowledge. I did not know that. And the song's a tribute to some, to, to, to stepson or whatever. Like, I mean, soul flies, that sounds right to me. Like you write the song to that kid and then you're like, okay, I'm going to do a band. Yeah. That was seemed to have affected him quite a bit. 2006. That video was from 2006. Yeah. 
That's cool. I can't believe that those two bands, like if you think about it from that era, like when this comes out, Soulfly and Deftones will be like well paid, still working. Yeah, yeah. Many, many albums in. It's wild. Soulfly in particular, I didn't really care too much for beyond that first. I liked that first CD they put out, but I never listened to them. Should give them to us for the podcast one of these days. Uh, No, I don't. I mean, I haven't listened to that CD since 99, probably. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. But I'll do it. Yeah, let's let's listen to some Soulfly. I'll pull some of the. I think they probably put an album out like the last three or four oh, years. I don't even so know. do some contemporary shit. Do you have? Did you write down any timestamps for Head Up? Yeah, let's do. Um, oh yeah, I mean, just like the intro is cool. Like um, around twenty five seconds okay. into fifty when because it has a build up. It's it's a cool song. Mm-hmm. I think cause if, if this were if it were not a part of what became like this whole shitty ass scene to some degree, like. Imagine this being a standalone yeah. mm-hmm. mashup. It's a dope buildup, and it's a go- it's a cool delivery. Yeah, I guess is what yeah. I would say. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. It is. I mean, it's a cool riff. It sounds like that STP riff, but I, yeah, I don't know when it starts and it gets into the the rappy part. I'm kind of like starting to check out a little bit. <laughs> you aren't rapping. Along. I'm not rapping along. <laughs> Why were, the movements that I saw on the screen here though seemed as like <laughs> the lyrics, and you were just. You, 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 you could see that. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like Cody had said, like this band may have had some influence, of, or maybe Danny, you said this, like had influence over contemporary uh, hardcore acts. Yeah. It's too bad that this wasn't the what they took. Like a bunch of like nineteen year olds listened to this album <laughs> in two thousand and twelve, and they're like, "Oh fuck yeah, this is hardcore now." And then they just start creating hardcore music that sounds like head up. Yeah, yeah. A mixture of the Silentable Pilots and (laughs) (laughs) All right. Y'all ready to mascara it up then? a weird one i like this song a I think. lot i thought for some reason i think i don't get i don't i can never predict what you like but i do think you like slow heavy shit i do like slow heavy shit that's why he likes me yeah. <laughs> that's why he likes me. uh and i i love chino, <laughs> chino's voice so this is that bizarre festival Ooh, yeah. 2000 yeah Thank you this very, very, very video much. is great uh, Stefan with the SIG is amazing. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. That's I've totally true. To the show also, probably the height of Chino's hair in this video. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the... To me, this is the, like, apex version of, of Chino. Like, this is him at his best. Peak Chino. Peak Chino. Yeah. It's also around the time he was most popular, right? Like, isn't this White Pony's coming out or has just come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's got that dope. She's got a nice navy denim jacket on. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that sig. Yeah. That hair. His hair is so short. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to, 
to me when I listen to this it just sounds heavy as hell but it's not like a heavy like you know like how can you be so quiet and so heavy at the same yeah time? yeah yeah Go. that's fucking Deftones man yeah yeah they're the quietest loud band ever also I don't think that I would out of all the catalog like this isn't one that I would necessarily do live but I'm happy they he would do yeah. it yeah I feel like bands at this level like play oftentimes the audience interests maybe more than mm-hmm. others would to some degree and like especially at a festival like a club show I feel yeah. like this would be because it's more intimate or whatever it would land better yeah. I'm sure I mean it lands well here but but still he's singing right now to like 75,000 <laughs> <laughs> Just a big purple t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> so good. Just, they just got the news that they were moving. <laughs> Let's lead into this. He, Hell yeah, really? He invested his money instead of buying a bunch of cool jackets. <laughs> <laughs> he invested in Facebook or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like they're playing it slower than the album too. Yeah. Oh, it knocked out all those people. <laughs> the transition from the video to just people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like we're Everyone. gonna take a breather. <laughs> a bunch of drugs. Yeah. Pass out. <laughs> Told you the song didn't go over that well. People just went <laughs> to sleep. Taking so many fucking people. has a face. <laughs> Is the record actually making a sound? I don't know. <laughs> it chirped for us. What song do you think they play after this? Seven Words. Yeah, yeah. Be like watching this from home is awesome. Yeah. If I was there and it was hot, <laughs> they had just been playing like a bunch of like yeah, 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 fast songs, and then this happened, I would just like feel like dying. 
<laughs> Another SIG. Two <laughs> SIGs, one SIG. Wow. Oh, the drummer has a Devo shirt on, too. No, this is um, the song around the fur, I think, is what he's kicking into. Uh, Which, if I'm not... I feel like an idiot, but that track list, I think... What is the track list? It is... I've got the wiki open. <laughs> Do you just want me to read the track list? <laughs> uh, what comes after Mascara? I guess would be the song. Uh, around the fur. Yeah, so that makes sense. Uh, he's just going through because he did it the way that was on the album. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll accept it. Yeah, that song's great. I I don't know if I would want to see it live, but I would in twenty twenty two. Sure, sure. It's sitting in a seat. Yeah. Sitting in a golden seat. one. <laughs> with two sigs. <laughs> Light one with them. You're like, excuse me, sir, you can't smoke in here. What the fuck? It's twenty twenty two. But they're pulling mascara. Um, I want to take this moment to ask you if you looked at the cover of the playlist. Yeah, um, that I sent you. Is that your leg? Yeah, yeah. So like, there's this. I mean, this is an ep. It's a famous cover, right? Like the the album cover has this girl sitting in the hot tub. So I did this. I basically re. I staged Mm -hmm. it to match for the two of you, but it was not her. It was me. Yeah, that rules. Because put more leg in uh. in in when you open the cover up, it finishes the photo or it shows more of the same photo, right? Like you see her legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that in your hot tub, your blow up hot tub yeah. that you have? It's in my hot tub. It's inflatable. It's not a blow up hot tub. It's inflatable, you know. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? What's the difference between blow up and a fl- and inflatable? Yeah. I feel like inflatable implies that a machine did it. Like I wasn't <laughs> in the backyard sitting there trying to huff and puff, <laughs> blowing it up. It makes it feel like it's maybe larger. <laughs> you paid yeah. more money for it. <laughs> I actually got it for zero dollars. Um, uh, it's been up and running for a couple of weeks nice. now, and uh, it's a delight. If you're interested in getting yourself a, we sh- an inflatable hot tub, can we record an app from the hot tub? Oh, that's we, we totally should do can, our yeah. uh, emo mix episode. From the hot emo, tub, emo hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's 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 so well inflated. In fact, that you can sit on the ledge, which I really like nice, about it. You don't have nice. to get all the way in; you can just sit on the ledge. But um, yeah, the emo playlist from the tub sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Having electronics around the the tub is a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on in what way they are around the yeah. tub. So, I mean, if you need to. If we need to get the watch together up and we're pulling out like our computers <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> I don't I think if we're all in the tub, I don't think we'll need to use watch together. Well, I'm still trying to keep my six feet distance. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. How I big don't know is this tub? You haven't been wearing. I mean it's Do not we each have our own? That, but we'll we'll go with a, a school three feet or something <laughs> like that. Oh my god, it would be sick if I had enough like if it wasn't bad for the environment all that shit to have like three or four of those tubs so each person just sitting in there. Just, just a little tub triangle. <laughs> tub triangle. <laughs> Best backyard in sack. Right yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You ready for our last song here? For sure, yeah. I'm ready. 
I fucking love this next song. Be quiet and drive. Be quiet and drive. What exactly do you love about it? Like, I kind of think it's trash. Oh my god, <laughs> I love it. I love that it's a simple riff. I like that uh, Jonah Matranga plays it by himself, and it's a lot of fun. That's what I like about it. Is is there a Jonah version on YouTube? Oh, I'm sure there is. I've seen him play yeah. this too. That's right. He does it a lot. Speaking of far, I feel like is another one a band that gets like is more appreciated outside of Sacramento mm-hmm. as like an, an emo band because I feel like they got at least in Sacramento and at least in like amongst people at Elk Grove High School like they got lumped in with new metal a little bit too somehow. Mm-hmm. For real? Even though they're listening to those albums now, it's like nothing. They kind of started in the same like funk metal that Deftones did. Right, right, right. Yeah. Let's see. There's a few here. Trying to find. (laughs) I like that the first thing we're doing is watching another. Yeah, someone covered it. Person's version of this. He wrote it. Oh, we need to watch the. uh, The one with Adam Sandler too. Oof. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I watched it once. It might be enough. That's enough for you. Let's do this one. <clears throat> There's also. But everyone listening should go to YouTube and look up uh, Be Quiet and Drive Adam Sandler and see the Deftones okay. play it with Adam Sandler and Incubus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's Jonah's one line drawing playing Be Quiet and Drive. I've been singing it for a bunch of years now, it's nice that people still ask for it. So it's a song I love, I hope you like it too. It's a different song called Be Quiet. Around the fur slash Little Nicky soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, that's amazing. band um registered where when i was growing up like it was not like a like they weren't did you know one line drawing before far i couldn't tell you it's possible i don't think so i think that i would have come run across far like at that time when i went to see that snapcase deftones quicksand show i'm sure i know who far was at that point I gotta find out when the hell that show was. I don't know if I knew one line drawing at that point, mm-hmm. but it's possible. I didn't listen to Far until I uh, started listening to one line drawing. Like I, I didn't like Far because they weren't a punk band, but I never heard yeah. them until like years and years later. I just assumed they sounded like Deftones for some for whatever reason. 
we don't have to watch this whole thing. I was just like curious. Uh, okay. It's really good. What do you think uh, when those guys hang out? When Jonah, mm-hmm. like, w- with his little um, heart tattoo and a question mm-hmm. mark and his little question uh, heart, uh, his little question heart and his R two D two comes into the cafe where Chino and other members of the Deftones crew are sitting. Mm-hmm. Do you think they vibe right? Like they're just like on the same level and like vibing. Or do you think, like, they seem very different? I think they're, I, I think mean, they're like I imagine they're still friends and stuff. Yeah, they do have a different vibe, though. Yeah. Like fully. Like, I also think, is Jonah often stoned, do you think? I don't know. Oh, I never got that impression. I always thought. But from Chino, I did, though. So, like, I wonder, like, not that you can, you can be sober and hang out with a stoned person, I guess. Yeah. But. <laughs> I could see. I just feel like I, don't, I wonder where their cross paths, and uh, aside from like being in bands that had some prominence in mm-hmm. town and played together, uh-huh. like it, it, that they are like pals or like that they were part of similar social circles. Like the, I don't know, the two dudes just seem so yeah, different to me. yeah. I wonder if Jonah ever worked for Tower at all. Hmm. I'm not sure. It's like we have. I have a friend that Danny knows as well who worked in the like tower records warehouse with Chino and Chi. Mm -hmm. And he, he said that like Chino was always like, we're doing great. We're going to be the biggest band ever. And like, and like he would kind of roll his eyes and be like, whatever. And didn't really get along with him that much. But he said that Chi was a cool guy. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, a year later or whatever, they put out adrenaline and like they're the biggest or around the fur. I don't know when it was, yeah, but like yeah. they, they are like the biggest band in Sacramento and touring the world and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they were around for quite a few years before they finally put adrenaline out. So mm-hmm. I, I could imagine like being like, yeah, yeah, you guys are totally going to make it, you know, <laughs> if, you know, could like just imagine like. Uh, I don't know, some band like Speeding in the Rain being like Justin Pine being like that. Oh, we're going to be so big. Like at the third year of Speeding in the Rain or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just be like, okay, okay. What is the Deftones like playing around town before Adrenaline? What does it look like? Like did they, at that era, like, did, I know. like they had like a seven inch or something like I that? I would love like, to like listen or see early, early. Because I remember reading that when they first started the band they just wanted to sound like the misfits and like Mm -hmm. i want to know what that sounds like and then how it evolved into what adrenaline sounds like yeah Mm -hmm. here's uh i'm gonna put this in the thing i know we're not talking about the song but that's okay this is them in 1992 cool and it's pro shot so you know it's good Adrenaline is 95, nice, 95. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I've seen this video, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, not, like, oh, thoroughly, man. but I remember seeing it and being like, what the fuck is this? And then, like, turning it off. I it just love it. didn't make sense. So we have a very, very young Deftones like playing <laughs> reggae. Oh, I got to hear this. I got to turn this up. So this is the Chino working in the uh, 
the uh-huh. spot and like you just went to see him live and he's like we're gonna be the biggest <laughs> band in the world and you're like uh-huh sure dude oh man he's, he's i have never him. heard this and i want nothing more than to like hear a demo tape where this is like yeah yeah their sound People always joked about how like Deftone sounds like a ska band because it has tones in the name, <laughs> yeah. but like maybe there was a little bit of a little truth to that. Yeah. They're rocking now. They can still rage. <laughs> See, in this video, he's still shopping at uh, Miller's Outpost. He can't, yeah. can't afford the big <laughs> pants yet. I cannot believe that this is the individual who became like the Chino we saw yeah, in that yeah. fucking mascara video. who's just so cool and put together mm-hmm. and fucking well dressed and shit. Yeah. That's great. Back to the reggae. What does it? Does this song have a name? Uh, it doesn't say. Let me look on YouTube and see if there's any comments. Uh, let's see. Okay, this says this recording features a different lineup of Deftones with John Taylor on drums, who had replaced Dominic Garcia in 1991 after Abe Cunningham left the band to tour with Fallacy. Uh, this is the earliest live recording of the band to be put in circulation, aside from a commonly known 1990 clip recorded at the Guild Theater. Um. Dude, there's so much going on in this song. Now he's like, yeah. now it's a new metal song. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> We're gonna be the biggest band in the world. <laughs> uh, this song is called, according to this person, Alex Ruiz, who commented a year ago this song is called answers uh, it's on the first demo um, they were very into faith no more and bad brains during the time yeah hmm. oh, that, that's great oh man it's on I'm so surprised there's no uh, cattle club footage of them because they played there so much. Oh man. There's a YouTube video of the demo, but the video is a portrait shot of somebody putting the tape in their tape player and playing it. Here's the guild video. Let's watch a little bit of this. I mean, he's got a good voice. Let's let him carry that note. Yeah. There's a whiff there of something to come. This full con- this whole show can be found on YouTube too. Twenty seven minutes. Oh, cool. So that was just that one song, and then this video is just a couple minutes long. This is them at the guild theater. 
Oh, for a second I thought it sounded like the X-Files. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. I can handle this. Actually, that last video was great too, except for that. Ooh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Weird. So this is 1990. That's you know what's wild about that is like they're not that much older than us. Chino is 49. Mm -hmm. So. Really? Dang. He's only. He's not that much older than me. Can we watch this since we're. Uh... Wait, is this is this podcast fodder? How do we make this into a podcast fodder? I don't know. Oh, I don't I even know. know. This is yeah, not good <laughs> podcast. Okay. What what does Cody <laughs> hey, want to play? I was gonna put on "Be Quiet and Drive" at the press club. Um. Uh, this my thing didn't work anyway, so. Okay, let's do. Do you want to do press club or do you want to do Conan O'Brien? Ooh, that's two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Let's do press club. Okay. Is this Cody? Is this what you were trying to put on? Uh, no, but that's rules too. Or maybe that's what it was. No, it doesn't have uh, answers on it. Dang, this also looks like a gorilla business. <laughs> it does. Yeah, Awesome demo. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Do that Conan shit. No, press club. Okay, we're doing oh, press, press club. club. Yeah, sorry, sorry. This is press club, not the way we know it. But the quality is good. This is also allegedly the first time they play Be Quiet and Drive live. This must have been like a secret show kind of thing. I think it was. I think it was like right when the album came out. Um, let me see. Mm -hmm. Ooh, September 11th, 1997. Watch out. Oh. Watch out. They're so blind to how things would be. You know, blind is a corn song. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's about not not knowing about written seven years before at the carl's jr we went to today we, the table we sat at somebody had used a knife or something and scratched uh bush did 9-11 into the table <laughs> like the band yes yeah <laughs> gavin rosdale was responding yeah the other side of the table said fuck rossdale man this looks <laughs> it was completely different I'm trying yeah i'm trying to figure out where Dude, this sounds great. The sound is really yeah. good. This whole show. I is like up. how they're on a tiny, tiny stage, but they still brought out that huge rack with like seven. Yeah, guitars. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the stage was in the same spot or not. Yeah. Like, my old boss kind of described what it looked like because he used to do comedy there. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't remember. I think he said the stage was in a different place. 
They're just like, what's the dude doing in the back there? Just like, okay. The businessmen having their business. Yep. Yeah. Well, everybody has fun. Oh, it's still this. Oh, go. I was just gonna say the album came out October twenty eighth, nineteen ninety seven. So this is like, just before. Yeah, a little over a month before. Who's the guy standing what? right in the behind the drummer in the lighted doorway? Fucking <laughs> drinking a fucking Bud Light or some shit. Um, I will say, like, after watching that video of him doing the um, the little bouncy scabby uh-huh. or whatever, and his his funky dance, like this, he still has those dance moves. He hasn't worked it out no. yet. It's so funny. <laughs> some some shit's on point. He's really really good. He's got his his stage persona down, but then he does those little boppy boots. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, dude, you are still that fucking long haired bad brains man. For example. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what? I would be curious to know if they received any type of pushback around um, how this album sounded in this year um, mm-hmm. around what the expectations could have been or like if a record exec is like, yo dude, that Life is Peachy is making a ton of money, why does it yeah. sound more like yeah. that? No, not rapping. Madonna. Enough. Madonna was the person. Oh was yeah, isn't that her label? Her shit, right? Oh, that's yeah. right. I wonder if she had any knowledge or inkling of like her input about signing Deftones. Yeah, I don't know. Like I remember when at the drive-in got signed signed to Grand Royal, and to me it was like a mind-blowing concept that like Beastie Boys listened to at the drive-in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of a big hit for that label. Like, they're this is hilarious. The first band that they had success with was Candlebox. Do you know Candlebox? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Candlebox. Um, and then Jagged Little Pill is, I think, their biggest album. Uh, but obviously. But beyond that, I don't know much of the shit. Music on here, but The Prodigy. Look at the comments on this YouTube video. This one is... Uh, no auto-tune, no lipstick. <laughs> no, almost. Dreadlocks, baggy and cargo pants, corn, limp, deaf, coal, etc., etc., no phones, pads, social media, or even decent internet. Nostalgia galore. What the fuck does he mean by pads? iPads. Oh. Wait, do people bring their iPads in shows and film? Because that would be terribly annoying. That guy probably does. This guy does, yeah. He's he's upset. Can I bring my pad into the show? Can we just watch a couple seconds of the Conan one? Because I want to see. Yeah. I want to see the immediate juxtaposition. All right. That tiny t-shirt too. 
Tiny t-shirt. Tiny t-shirt. Baggy dickies. dickies. Canvas belt. It's kind of how I dressed in 97. Mm-hmm. No, not 97. Not, I wasn't dressing like that until like 99. Oh, and Converse. I'm kind of surprised he's not wearing a Adidas. Oh. That's true. Yeah. I feel like he was sponsored after this song dropped. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I see bands on talk shows like this, especially, yeah. uh, like this kind of band that's not usually on talk shows, it kind of, I, I like to look at them and be like, I bet he got a haircut that day <laughs> to look yeah. his best. Yeah. Chino looks freshly trimmed. Mm-hmm. The, his stage presence is already better than it was in that last video. Yeah. He's not doing any bloopy bloops. Ooh, this was on 420, 1998. Here we go. Oh, yeah, they... I want to know what his shirt means. What does it say? I think it just says Chog. Chog. C-H-O-G. Put it in the Urban Dictionary. Chog. Northern English dialect, a core of a piece of fruit. An apple chog. Uh-huh. That's why he's wearing it. That's exactly what he was thinking about. On the back is a big yeah. core. Well, it's, or that's what they called their style of music. Yeah, yeah. It's, instead of hardcore, <laughs> it was hard, hard chalk. <laughs> hard chalk. Hard chalk. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Secto hard chalk. Secto hard chalk. But can you make a shirt? This is Secto hard chalk. <laughs> I will. Wear. Do you think the the guitarist <laughs> thinks the Earth has no chog? It's a hollow Earth, <laughs> or is it flat? I love the hollow Earth theory. No, more the um, ne- r- the nesting doll theory. Mm-hmm. There's a nesting doll theory. Oh yeah, it's like nesting doll Earth theory. Like oh, multiverse yeah. kind of thing. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's deeper than I would have taken it. But all right, Chino certainly believes in the nesting Earth <laughs> theory. When he's definitely high. Uh, the thing I want to... Like, the Deftones have, like, weed brands and beer brands and, like, are just a full-on marketing machine at this yeah. point. And I am so here for it. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. I didn't know they had weed. They have weed, yeah. Um, that kid I was talking about from up in Seattle, when he comes down here, I don't smoke weed, but he likes weed, and um, that's something he went after. <laughs> they have a beer. Yeah, yeah beer, I've yeah. had their beer. Whenever I see that, what is that stuff? What's that drink called? The like, is it called? It's not Kentucky, but it's something like that. Tucky something cold snack, and it's got a running horse on it, and it looks like, it looks like the white pony. I think it's maybe man Tucky cold snacks. Yeah. I don't know about this. Um, Speaking of the white pony, maybe we can close it out. This, like, uh, there's a Twitter account called Crazy Ass Moments in New Metal History. Have you ever followed this no. account? Um, I it's a strong recommend in my opinion. <laughs> Although it's really it's a really active account, so sometimes it drowns out your timeline Uh-oh. if your Twitter timeline is like mine. Um, <laughs> But the Crazy Ass Moments in New Metal History account um, will post um, 
we'll just post videos from all sorts of fucking new metal bands that Eftones will come up to. And the dude or the, or the person who does it was, uh, posting some videos of the band hum. Do you know the band? I think you even yeah, did an episode did, about yeah. this band. Yeah. And they got, um, they got pushback from the, uh, crazy ass moments in new metal history, uh, community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a new metal it's band. Not a new metal band. Um, but the so the thing I think is really interesting is that of course that community is all Deftones all the time as at the same as well right so he did this or they did this really great like post that showed um, you'd prefer an astronauts cover with the zebra in the corner oh yeah and it said without oh. this you don't have this <laughs> oh, sure and sure. It, not only is the image right on point but if you think about it like especially like downward um or, um is heavenward it's like a like, yeah I think the Deftones listened to some oh I, yeah, yeah I absolutely think so. like, there's a lot going on there. And um, it is interesting to think that even the covers had that super obvious reference going on, mm-hmm. which is cool. But anyhow, I was respect to that to that Twitter uh, shit poster mm-hmm. who, who puts some real wit whack shit up on the internet. To be honest, but <laughs> let's see. Sorry, y'all. You gotta go. To, do y'all have to go get ready for bed? What? No. Nope. It is nine. No. <laughs> it's Friday. Let's check this out. I'm watching this for the first time, so apologies if it's stupid, but. This is dumb. <laughs> um, I will listen to this song anytime, so it's all good. This is Hum's Little Dipper. God, this band is so heavy. Deftones owes Hum some money. Seriously, because Hum has none. They have no. No, they don't. (laughs) Interesting. I'm gonna have to talk to Dante about this. He's a big Hum guy. (laughs) He's he's a big. They're great. He's a bit of a humdinger. Is that what they call their fans? (laughs) Guys. I think I made that joke on that episode. Sorry, guys. Some humdingers. Um, sorry. Thanks for the apology. It makes me feel better. About it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw that band live on their reunion tour. Their I don't know. They yeah, did a tour yeah. what like four yeah. years ago or something like that. And I sincerely do not think I've ever heard a band as loud as them. Just nice. Like fucking unbel- like almost too loud. Just like what the fuck. That rules. Pretty sick. Oh yeah. They're like one of the bands that made it. So, uh, like, shoegaze and emo were, like, always mentioned in the same breath or mm, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That works. Yeah. And probably Deftones, too, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah, Deftones is definitely shoegaze adjacent. Uh, did you have any stamps for Be Quiet and Drive? Shit. 245, no notes. 245, no notes. Just so rock. far, though, my timestamps have been really bad this time around. Like, they're always off by 10 seconds or one second or whatever. Right. We'll find out. I'm going to do 237. Someone should make one of those like 10 hour videos where it's just that part looping over and over. Just over like over again. The... that'd be cool. So do it. Good. Do it, Cody. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I really, really like the drum beat that uh, they were playing right before the chorus that Abe was doing before the chorus. It's very interesting drum beat. Uh, and the fucking, the little octave stings are so, they just get mm-hmm. stuck in your ear. It's really fucking good. Good job, Deftones. Yeah, very well done. Putting Sacramento on the map. Yep. It's, that's, you know, when I got the job offer here, I was like, I'll go there. That's where the Deftones mm-hmm. are from. Mm-hmm. And apparently... <laughs> But unfortunately, it's 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 only it's only new metal in Sacramento. <laughs> it's it's only Dude, that part of if, the Deftones. I would love it if Sacramento had like an underground new metal scene. Does Sacramento have an underground new metal scene? We used to. Uh, we had a huge yeah one. Like there was this thing called Seven Twenty Records that was all new metal. New metal for bands. the most part, not only new metal. What what happened? Uh, they, uh, they, <laughs> did people stopped liking, people stopped liking new metal and, uh, the owner of that record label decided he wanted to own every venue in, in Sacramento and stuff. Oh, right. It's that same guy. It's the guy that owns Ace of Spades and stuff. Goldfield. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why it's underground. That's why the new metal underground needs a rebirth. If you, uh, if you two know what I'm are put, picking up what I'm putting down. I did. I was um, in a random business. And I heard somebody talking about like a reunion of one of those 720 bands. It might have been Tinfed or something like that. Oh, they weren't new like, metal. Oh, yeah, they're going to get tenfold what, what was the, like? the, the new. Oh, that's what I mean. What did I say? Tinfed. Tinfed. No, yeah, tenfold. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Uh, yeah, tenfold was the 720 band that was. Uh, I think new metal. I don't. I never listened to them. Who's Tin Fed? Tin Fed is another Sacramento band that's I saw once. They're kind of. <laughs> this might be one of those situations where I never realized there was two different bands. Yeah. and just assumed that it was always that one band. They were kind of like uh, I don't, for lack of a better term, like indie rock or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I remember that um, Emma liked them. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Um, she liked them a lot. Yeah, they were good. I saw them once. They played yeah. with uh, Will Haven when I saw Will Haven one time. Mm. Another Sacramento band. I dug that band. Yeah. Like, yeah, weird. Yeah. Well, I give them a five out of five. Five out of five. Um, is this your favorite Deftones album? No, Diamond Eyes is my favorite Deftones. Ooh, album. interesting. Yeah. I, if it's you, you should you, we should do one of those episodes where it's like Deftones but after White Pony. Yeah. After White Pony. Okay. I I really enjoyed the the most recent one. Yeah, Ohms is great. Yeah. I probably only listened to it yeah. maybe like 5 or 6 times when it came out and then I haven't listened to it since, but same. Uh I thought it was good. And I like Crosses a lot and uh, uh Palms was pretty good. That was another Chino project. Team Sleep. Team Sleep was was really good. Yeah, agreed. I don't remember what Team Sleep sounds like. They sound like uh, hum. Do they? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. They, I feel like that, that name sound would be a good like shoegaze. They're not far off from crosses. Okay. Yeah. It's like in that direction. Yeah. Cool. But anyway. I'm, anyway. I'm glad you liked Deftones. Yeah, thanks for introducing me, Sacramento. Yeah, and I feel like it was cool to hear like from someone who didn't 
grow up with them everywhere. It's interesting in that if, I feel like what I what I take away to some degree is that like um, whereas they seemed ever present and almost too too popular in a way mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. y'all, like to me one of the things that was attractive to them was that they were kind of the B the B level of the new metal bands, mm-hmm. right? Like they weren't mm-hmm. actually as it was it it felt like um. Like you could, you would, you would see the kid wearing the Deftone shirt walking down the street, and you would be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you saw a kid walking down the street with a corn shirt, it, you, who knows? It's a yeah. So it's it's it could be anybody. I right? know but, you grew up like <clears throat> not in a big city or whatnot. The sack is a big city, but like, are there any bands from where you were from or where you've ever lived that it's like that? Where it's like everybody likes these guys and they're pretty good, but it seems weird that they're the ones that made it out of Sacramento or whatever. No, no, no. I think like, um, from my hometown, no. Um, I am about 45 minutes away from Olympia. Uh-huh. Um, and I, whereas like in Olympia, like, I mean that, yeah, there's tons of shit from mm-hmm. Olympia. Right. Mm-hmm. And like actually around, like, I wish I were just like, if I were like, I don't wish I don't want to be older, but like if I were Chino's age growing up in the town that I grew up in, like I would have been able to see like bikini kill yeah. and like cool ass shit yeah. Yeah, yeah. going on in, in Olympia. Additionally, like, I think more interestingly, first of all, I would say like Nirvana also is pretty much an Olympia band. Mm-hmm. They didn't, that's where they lived mm-hmm. and that's where they played mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Kurt and Chris are from, Aberdeen, Washington, which is far more similar to the town I grew up in than mm-hmm. than Olympia. It's nowhere near where I grew up. It's far to the west. I'm from the I'm the south of Olympia, and I wouldn't say the same thing because I think that band deserves to be as big as they are. They're fucking great, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's oh, also it's, not my hometown. Yeah. I don't mean that they don't deserve to be. I don't know where they are. I think right? the Deftones I think they do, but they've they've hit a they've hit a cool space to my in my opinion in that like like they just had their dia de los deftones mm-hmm. like they do these things like they're a working band they're constantly touring it's probably a hard life they probably don't i mean they're probably pretty well off i would imagine mm-hmm. i doubt that they're like corn rich or even like um bigger bands like they're still mm-hmm. like they're doing their thing it seems like they've hit a good stride and they i'm not like when i when i see corn and slipknot play to that crew of people at sabotage sometimes i think to myself like really that's this <laughs> these are the groups that made it this far as much as i like them not i wasn't really a slipknot fan but corn i liked but mm-hmm. like the deftones like it feels appropriate it feels yeah. right for them where they're at mm-hmm. um i also like that like although they there's a sound they have a sound like each album doesn't i mean i don't know i guess a little bit with that self-titled and saturday night wrist like they, it seemed like they might have been struggling a little bit for a while there but in that they kind of were just kind of doing something that seemed similar each mm-hmm. time and I know Cody, you said that sometimes this stuff seems like the the sounds a lot alike, but I do think each album, even if it sounds like the Deftones, like there's something about each album that's like, oh yeah, this is good. They're doing this shit. They're doing it really well. Or like they've yeah, the album's def. I mean, at least this Adrenaline around the fur and White Pony all like White White Pony isn't samey to me. Like all those songs like stand mm. out amongst themselves. I think just like the earlier stuff all kind of blurs mm-hmm. together for me. Yeah. They seem, they seem, it seems like they're dialed in. Sure. Mm-hmm. But they do good. Each album comes out and it's, it's solid. They're always solid. Mm-hmm. If not like diamond eyes, I think is really good, but um, they're always solid. So I don't know. They fit their stride. They, they're doing, I hope they can do it for another 15 or 20 years. Yeah. That'd be tight. Yeah. yeah. Um, one, one more thing before we sign off. Um, what's your relationship to Papa Roach? Just that hit song. Like I knew that song on radio, but 
I never owned their CD or like or claimed to like them. I guess, but that was another band that was just constantly around. Mm-hmm. But like a little bit later. A little bit later, yeah. I remember in, I guess maybe my junior year, people were super super into them. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's such it's not a very good name, Papa Roach. A, they're not a good band either. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, also Sacramento adjacent band, new metal type band. Weren't they from like Vacaville, Vacaville or something? Yeah. They're going to be at that show, I think, too. So Deftones and um, Papa Roach guys might hang out together now. They might know each other. They might. Chino yeah, and Jacoby do, like, hanging out. Are they playing that show? Yeah, Papa Roach will be, will be there. Well, P. Roach. Hell yeah. Would you go like? Would you go to Sick New World? And if you were there and you didn't have anyone to watch during the Papa Roach set, would you go watch it? No, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't go to the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, Vegas seems awful. Vegas is the worst. I had a and lot of fun I, there recently. I feel like the new metal festival at in New Vegas is probably one of the worst places to be in America, especially if it's New Vegas because that's like a post-apocalyptic thing. Mm, I don't know. Well, I mean, I also like feel like I'd be uncomfortable in this massive crowd, but like I, I I cannot, it's just such a wild lineup. It's such a wild lineup. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of good bands that I like that are playing. So, but no, I'm not going to fucking be anywhere near that. Well, any, any last thoughts for, for around the fur, the Deftones being Um, 25 years old? That's wild is that old. That's wild. 25. So it came out in 97. Yes, sir. October Mm -hmm. 97. Let me do some math here real quick. It's a member of Generation Z, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. The album. Mm -hmm. It's old enough to go to a bar for many years now. So listening to Around the Fur now Mm -hmm. is like listening to something from 1972 when around the fur came out hmm. okay okay so it's like in 97 we're recording this podcast and we're listening to some black sabbath and talking about how much it rages maybe mm-hmm. maybe something say. like that or a zeppelin maybe mm-hmm. a zeppelin mm-hmm. or a um bob seeger mm, sure <laughs> what <laughs> This is dumb. I'll just keep listing off. I'll keep keep going. Let me find another Wikipedia article to read for you guys. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Five Songs or Less, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our Deftones episode. Uh, We've Cody and I and Nate and I have some country stuff coming up for you. Cody's. Did you give him a country list? No, he didn't. I I meant like the three of us. Oh, okay, cool. But I said it wrong. Mm. Mm. We didn't even talk about CMAs today. Damn, I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch it? Yeah, no, I haven't watched. It. I mean, I watched some clips. Like I know who won certain things, but yeah. Okay, we're all gonna watch the CMAs, and next time we're gonna talk about it. We'll report out. Hi, Kitty Cat. We're gonna watch the CMAs in a hot tub. Oh, in Vegas. That's our my one eyed cat. Oh, I thought he was winking at me. It's a she. Oh, sorry. Don't misgender my. I'm cat. sorry. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.